What's up everybody, welcome back to 7th Heaven. Today we're going to be doing a live review with a friend of mine of the movie Thor Love and Thunder. It's the fourth movie of Thor in the entire MCU. I personally am a fan of Thor. I've been a fan of Thor since the very first movie. I mean, who doesn't like Chris Hemsworth? The guy is a good actor, honestly, in my opinion anyway. So we're going to be diving not too deeply into the film because, you know, we still want to keep the experience, you know, at least a little bit fresh for those of you who haven't watched it. Also, a little bit of a disclaimer. If you haven't watched it and you mind spoilers, I'd, I'd advise you to come back later and listen to this episode after you've watched it. But if you don't mind spoilers, go ahead and listen to this episode. I hope we'll be able to provide a little bit of insights to what the film is about and you know our general thoughts about the film, what might have made it better and stuff like that. You know, st- just a light review, not too deep, just a light review. Anyway, let's not waste too much time. Let's get into the episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, so today I am here with a friend of mine. Will you introduce yourself? Or right, I'm Justice. Justice. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder. And this is just a disclaimer to those of you who haven't seen the movie to just, if you don't mind spoilers, you can listen, but if you do, just you know, tune out if you can. Okay, now, what were your thoughts on Love and Thunder? Well, it was a good movie, but I feel like the comedy was too much. Like, there were less intense action scenes in the movie. Yeah. Well, for me, like, like you said, the comedy was bit too much some necessary some well necessary it didn't really get that intense towards like the, it got intense towards the ending yeah. and well i also there were a bit there were a few inconsistencies here and there that i'm still i'm still trying to understand like the way stormbreaker for instance like towards the ending of the film um when god stole stormbreaker and used the bifrost to try and open the door to eternity and all that why didn't Thor call Stormbreaker back? Well, actually, I don't know, honestly. And I actually feel like there are inconsistencies there. Seeing the way normally Zeus is meant to be the focus of Thor. <laughs> yeah, but the made Zeus look weak. I don't understand how that happened. Like, how can just, um, Thor just defeat Zeus in one strike and Zeus fell down? That doesn't make... It is very much impossible. So... I feel like they just uh, they probably just hyped Thor a little bit and go to we didn't really give Go much screen time like that yeah and the way they defeated Go was just off like he's a bloody strong character like in the comics here yeah, he killed like four Thor variants like four Thor variants like they couldn't even defeat him at all but in the movie um, what is this girl's name Matty Tokam she was beating how that doesn't even add up like I feel like they were just diversity from the comics it wasn't comic accurate to be honest honestly well normally it's the MCU there's bound to be some differences in the comics and all that personally I don't really like who they don't get me wrong the guy did a good job acting go I know the whole revenge thing but it just didn't fit the appearance when you hear go you think of something more menacing he looks more feeble Focus was the hero from Dark Knight. Is that why? Yeah, 
Well, like, you know, it just, it just didn't really fit the appearance, but it did a good job nonetheless. Another issue I'd have with um, the movie is, like, uh, how I say it's, like, okay, away from the movie itself, but not really away like that, it's the movie and the deleted scenes. Have you seen some of the deleted, some of the deleted scenes? thing i have with against movies you know just deleting scenes anyhow like i saw a deleted scene for love and thunder and if you compare it to the finished work that it did it was actually a lot better you know at the beginning of the movie where thor flew on stormbreaker like in this deleted scene he actually wanted to fly with stormbreaker he wanted to get um peter and what's the other was that his name mantis yes the three of them wanted to fly but he didn't fly and it was more funny than the actual end products that they later came up with. And that's an issue because in Thor Ragnarok, there was also a deleted scene where Odin was there. You know the part in the movie where Odin died? Yeah. But the deleted scene, he didn't die before Hela showed up. Hela showed up and she was the one that killed him in the deleted scene. I felt like that would have made more of an impact and more of an emotional connection to the, you know, give them more of a reason to defeat her and stuff like that. And this is where the inconsistency comes in to Love and Thunder. As I stated in Love and Thunder, you have to die in battle for you to go to Valhalla. But seeing as how Odin did not die in battle in Ragnarok, oh, exactly. That's an inconsistency. That's true, that's true. But, uh, well, that's it. I just feel like the movie was just, it was a good movie, honestly. Like, it had good ratings, you know, it made, uh, uh, it made uh, movie money on the box office. Um, so far this year it's the highest rated superhero movie in Batman but the movie it was good it was good but I don't know why it's something with um, the MC does more often I don't know they just they just uh, some characters there's some characters that you just you know do not want to use do not want to follow the comics they just want to do their own version of the character without following the comics I don't know why but it doesn't to me it doesn't make sense because I feel that if at least to an extent, to the flow of the comics to an extent, that movie would have been longer than that because that is the shortest Marvel movie. <laughs> it's the shortest Marvel movie, one hour fifty something minutes. That is, I think that is the shortest Marvel movie. Every other Marvel movie I've seen is above two hours. Yeah, and I feel that if that actually followed the comics to an extent, you know, not just focus on Jane Foster, focus on God to how, like how go. Um, wanted how god wanted um, the whole revenge and not just showing that oh his daughter died and the god rapu refused to help him then he killed him and that's how his whole bloodlust for revenge started i don't i didn't really like that i didn't like that drive if it was something a bit more better that could have gone like from the comics is if they had used the comics i feel that it would have made more sense and and if they had just reduced the comedy to an extent you know at least just make the movie it used to be intense, like let people feel the intensity of the movie. When you hear the movie Love and Thunder, when you hear the character go the God Butcher, you know what you're expecting, you know what you expect and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and one of the things I was afraid of when I first heard about Love and Thunder, I thought it was gonna be another like form of Ooh, yeah, yeah you know the feminism kind of movement like, really like when i first heard that jane foster was going to be thrown in the movie i was like ah, it was going to be another that's going to like introduce a female character and just overpower her in a sense 
and I was afraid that they won't explain how exactly she was able to wield Mjolnir like that. But then I watched the movie. I was actually satisfied. I thought, okay, that makes sense. Thor basically told the hammer to protect her, and it protected her. It was basically protecting her from the cancer and all that. So it made sense, and I was actually quite happy, impressed. That's I say, it also rated five stars. I say, I say two and a half. No, not the whole movie. Like that's just that, just that aspect of the movie. And uh, well, that's that's another thing. Okay, that's true. When it came to, I feel like there would have been a lot of a lot more things that would have made it a bit more impactful. Like understanding how Jane and Thor broke up. I thought it was more of a serious matter that they broke up because he mentioned it in Ragnarok. Like they broke up and stuff. So I was like, mm, what made them break up? But then you see what actually happened, and it's just it 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 was kind of underwhelming in a sense. Yeah. That they didn't have time for each other. That um, Thor was busy with hero work. Jim was busy with science work. They were going distance and everything and everything and everything. Uh, it was just there. And the way Jim just, uh, you know, started using the hammer like that, I didn't really, I wasn't really feeling that, honestly. I wasn't feeling it at all. The way she started using the hammer, honestly. Yeah, because actually pointed it out to a couple of friends of mine they usually mock me for trying to use logic in two movies and stuff like there's logic and there's movie logic once you've established a kind of law you have to be consistent with it now unless a certain amount of time passed before Thor came back to earth maybe there was enough time for her to learn how to use the hammer and fight because don't expect me to believe that under a day or two she started backflipping you know using the hammer like even even before Thor became even even before Thor became the uh, like the god of thunder I'm very sure it took him like years of intense training as old as Thor and Thor is I don't think he started I don't think he became a good fighter just the second day or of growing up or something like that but for Jane I don't know it just felt like you know like after like two days or thereabouts she could fight and like how who taught her to fight the Valkyrie did not teach you Thor didn't even teach you Thor was no surprise that you wield the hammer like who taught her to fight doesn't really make sense and then the way they now made her seem super strong like like I feel like she was on par with Thor in that movie show yeah I guess so like it got so bad I started to reason Thor a whole movie like Thor to Power Rangers because <laughs> think about it you, can't, you don't need to tell me that she just grabbed the hammer and all of a sudden all the knowledge was given to her like that at the ending I don't understand I feel like Stormbreaker was like the Miona that nobody can carry it no anyone can carry it no, I think they, they, didn't they didn't establish that okay because I was wondering how a lot of girl was able to carry the Miona so that's why I, I thought it was just like Miona that um, if you know what the young girls carry it and stuff like that it wasn't like that well, overall, the movie was was decent, at least. I mean, compared to the rest of Phase Four. Well, I don't know about other people, but so I, I the rest like of Phase Four is um, the first Marvel movie that kicked off Phase Four was was it not Thor. Was it was Eternals. It was Eternals. Sure, it was Captain America and the Winter Soldier yeah, that kicked off Phase Four. Then, um, then Wonder Vision. Then uh, Moon Knight, no Moon Knight came out. Was it this year or last year? No, Moon Knight came out this year. Loki came out last year. Yeah, 
then Loki, then Eternals, then Spider-Man, then then Moon Knight, then Doctor Strange, then the show is much. Moon Knight. Yeah, I sh- like one month. I think wasn't it like me? It was me. It was me fifth. Thereabouts. Then Moon Knight. After Spider Man was Moon Knight. Then Doctor Strange and Thor. Oh, overall, like at least Thor was. It wasn't a bad movie for Phase Four. Honestly, it wasn't a bad movie. So I feel, but I feel that the next one that's going to come out, Black Panther, that will be the best Phase Four movie I've been to. I can see. Yeah, and December. No, no, that's the end of his four. That's the end of his four. Yes, Black Panther is December. That's the end of his four. So I feel like that will be the best movie yet. The best piece for movie yet. So. Okay, but one other thing, not really partaking to the movie itself, but like the MCU as a whole. At the end of, like, when they took Zeus's lightning bolt and escaped, uh, what do you call that place? That, that Las Vegas place for gods. They showed like two Eternals, sorry, sorry two go, Celestials. Go city, city, yes. Yeah, two Celestials. And like, how? Like, I was confused when I saw the Celestials. Now I'm really confused. Are the Celestials above the gods or are oh, they on the same mean? level? Because I feel like Celestials are, they've been around for millions of years, like before gods were created. So I was surprised seeing the Celestials there, like, because I thought like they were meant to be above god level because they're like basically uh, uh, omnipotent beings. But they can die, of course. Just that I don't think an average god can kill a celestial. An average god like Zeus or Odin, they might be able to kill a celestial, but probably like all these high-level um, celestials, like Arishan the Judge, Jemaya the Eliza, all those ones. I don't feel like they will kill. Probably those ones that we saw were like low-level celestial, like few low-level celestials. Because I think I read that there's some weak celestials, not as strong as the top-notch ones. So I feel like they're just um, level celestials and everything. That's good on this. The thing is that in those deleted scenes I was talking about, in one of them, Zeus was mentoring Thor on how to use lightning and stuff. I feel like that actually made more sense than to actually give us what they ended up giving us and Zeus just being a clown, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean Zeus look like a clown? Like, I was just, I was just like, why, why would you do that to Zeus? Like, I preferred the Zeus from the Justice League. That one looks more. It looks like he knows he knew what he was doing because he looked strong, not like the Zeus from the MCU. Like why? I meant to make the gods strong. That's why they're called gods. You know, there are just some gods that Thor cannot beat. Zeus be one of them. I just not. Po- I don't feel that it's possible for Thor to be Zeus. No matter how strong Thor is, Zeus is just another go- level on its on his own. Even Odin and Zeus, they should be on par with each other. I feel they should be on par with each other. But like Thor being able to beat Zeus in one strike, bro, it didn't make sense to me. I've been able to wield uh, Zeus's lightning rod, like, and even the way Zeus's lightning rod is just moving, if you open it, detach it, wow, why? What is the whole point? There's no point to that. I don't really feel the need of being able to detach the rod. And generally, so when he was doing that, when you detach the rod, join it back together, playing with the rod and everything like that. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that part was unnecessary. But, but I do like the aspect of it being able to split apart. You know, it's very versatile as a weapon. But, but it's, like, that's it's a weapon that must be like strong, a weapon of destruction, a weapon that 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 can kill, destroy things. I feel that just make it serious. Do not just start making it as a joke or stuff like that. Oh, I feel sure. Yeah. Okay. 
And then, apart from all we've said, is there anything in particular you feel like hasn't been said during the movie? Well, I feel like everything's been said. So. Everything has been said. And are you looking forward to future future films? For MC, yeah. Well, the let me just be honest. The, the main movie I'm looking forward to is Black Adam. Yeah, next month. I'm just so hyped about the movie. Yeah, I feel okay. Then for Marvel, um, Black Panther be one. Um, Avengers: Kang Dynasty Phase Five. I'm hyped. But that one's still like still. It's, it's next year. Is it next year? I'm not sure. Is it 2024? Okay, and of the Galaxy. Yes, it's next year. I'm hyped for that movie too. I just want to see Adam Warlock. Yeah, I want to see because I'm going to cast him as a character. I want to just see Adam Warlock because I heard he's like super strong in the comics. I heard he's strong. So that's what I'm looking forward to that movie. So that's it. Uh, for the Guardians of the Galaxy, I just to be honest, I'm excited but yet a bit sad that this will be the last movie. Yeah, that was what the director said. Because honestly, I've actually grown to like the Guardians. I thought maybe they'll go on a little bit longer than the Avengers. Three, having three solo movies, I don't think, and I don't. Not all characters have had three solo movies. Okay, apart from the Avengers, they've had Avengers One, Age of Ultron, Infinity Wars. Okay, they've had four solo movies, Avengers. But I feel like it's, it wasn't bad. It was having their own, having their third movie. She just really end it, I guess. Maybe they're looking. Maybe they want to cut the characters off. I feel they want to cut the characters off. So yeah, probably they want to start looking forward to replacing them or bringing new them characters because they're basically bringing new characters now. Like that is what they're doing. Madame Web wants to bring a new character from the comic. Madame Web wants to bring a new character. They want to make a movie of it. So yeah, that's what they're doing now. Sure. So, yeah. Well, um, Justice, it's been nice having you on the show. Yeah, you too, sir. <laughs> Okay, so you've heard it from us, the movie Love and Thunder. Actually, for me, if I was to rate below below Spider-Man, second best so far in this phase four, and that's like among the movies and we're not the series. So, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. guys for listening thor love and thunder was a decent film could have been better it had a few areas it was lacking in but then it was a decent film but that's my opinion anyway so the rest is left for you guys to go and watch the film and enjoy yourself it's a decent film i would recommend it at the very least anyway so that's it for this episode i'll see you again next time also before i go what do you guys think about me getting a theme song? I've been thinking about it for a while though, and I really think getting a theme song would be nice, but then, you know, how to construct it and what's something that would flow, I don't know, but I'll think about it and I'm working on it right now. This podcast is going to be bigger and better very soon, hopefully. I'm, pray- I'm being prayerful right now and I'm working hard towards it, so let's see what the future holds for us. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time